Welcome to Reactive Reload, a radio show you're always on time for. I'm just one of your hosts, Irish Cowboy, joined by your other host, Crossover. We are going to be reloading the gaming entertainment news for the last week or so and reacting to it. I know. We'll be touching on where we can see Xbox and PlayStation going in the future, while at the same time also touching a very big Manhattan Project Dragon. But first, the Bethesda deal. So nice, you gotta talk about it twice. The memes are great, dude. It's like, it's two guys. Like, we need new exclusives to compete with the PS5. <laughs> we have Gears of War, Halo, Forza, Hellblade 2, Scorn, and Flight Simulator. But gamers want God of War and Spider-Man. <laughs> and then it's just a picture. It's just a picture of, like, Microsoft. And he goes, I bought Bethesda <laughs> and Xbox. Xbox is just staring, and he goes, it seemed neater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's... That's that's from that's from Inception, right? When he's like, yeah. I bought I bought the airline. <laughs> yeah, it seemed either. Yeah, yeah. That, that that is a perfect example. That is a perfect example. Man, that was so good. <laughs> that is that is great. They they were so mad about it. They, people are still so mad. How could Bethesda do this? <laughs> Why wouldn't they let these good games? Like uh. Oh, now you're starting to get a taste of what Phil Spencer was talking about that whole time, huh? Yeah, I know he said that uh, I didn't expect are bad it. for for consoles. Like it's not it's not a good look for for gaming that maybe all games should be opened up across all platforms. <laughs> now PlayStation users will start to see that instead of sitting on their mighty high horse, going, Ooh, "We have Spider Man and God of War." They were talking That's about. Like too. Yeah, that is what they sound like. It's, a, it's an exact representation. I hear. Fucking angry nerds. <laughs> They're sweaty too. Yes. And they want to stick by their exclusives, and most of them they won't be able to play on the PlayStation Five. It's hilarious, but really, really, it is. Like I made a comment to some other to that amazing Lucas guy. Is like literally God of War and Spider Man at this very moment in time. <laughs> like Horizon Zero Dawn is okay, I guess, but. I mean, that's only for like a niche crowd of people who are into that kind of, who are into robot dinosaurs. I mean, that's Transformers. Like, they already had that covered. <laughs> right. Nothing makes sense on Horizon Zero Dawn. Absolutely nothing. Feels like such a waiting game now. It is. Until November 10th at this point. It's just like now everything gets quiet. We know everything that's about to come out. Mm -hmm. No more surprises. There's no more leaks. It's just a month of waiting. Phil Spencer was talking about buying that. So you know that Microsoft has been talking about buying Capcom since 2007. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That would be if they if they did that would be amazing. But I have a feeling Sony is going to try and snag that snag them up like ASAP because people. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense for them to do it. But, and people say that like it's it seems more likely that they'll do it just because of the exclusives that they have with Capcom like in, in Monster Hunter. But I, I don't think uh, I don't think that people should just say that it's probably going to be Sony because they've had exclusives with them. Like the Bethesda deal showed everyone that you know, you know, it doesn't matter what your what your games are there. They're, I mean, they were also talking about bringing Game Pass to PlayStation. Uh, I mean, that the Destiny, the whole Destiny thing yeah, with Game yeah. Pass being yeah. on there. I mean, that should show you by itself. I mean, like we we've talked about it a lot. You know, you're, you're it, it feels like we bring up. 
Yeah, it feels like we bring up Destiny every podcast. Yeah. But no, I, no idea why. No idea why. Yeah, uh, <laughs> might not have anything to do with the show name or anything. That's not it. it uh, uh, but they they were getting exclusive weapons uh, for yep. up to a year. You know what I mean? Before before Microsoft was getting them, and then now all of a sudden it'll be free to play. Yeah, Zen Meteor, Jade Rabbit. I think Zen Meteor was also was might have been two years. They they're just so confident that the game is going to be around, you know, alive and well by then. I mean, they did sign a ten year contract. Destiny did with the, I mean, Bungie did with Activision. It was supposed to be like a ten, maybe it was a five year or ten year plan. I think it was a ten year plan. I don't know what what's going on with them, but like this new engine better better have something good. Uh, Phil Spencer was also talking about having uh, Xbox Game Pass available on uh, the PlayStation Network. That was a few years ago, though. Like, but now it just makes sense. I mean, they could still do it, but like they they really have the balls in their court with the with their exclusives now. And but I I think it would be cool. It's something that could easily happen at any moment if they wanted to. But I don't think anyone will think that makes sense at right now. Like, you know, all the dust hasn't settled yet. (laughs) That a couple years down the line, maybe uh, people will be in the game pass. I have a feeling exclusives are going to be so defined between consoles now, and that's what we're going to be looking at. I know that that's what everyone says we should be looking at. That's what everyone wants. But it's really going to seem that way. If Sony stuck with the whole Marvel deal and they started making new open-world Marvel games based on, like, these solo superheroes, that Mm -hmm. seems to be... I would be okay with it just because it's a reason to get a PlayStation console, even if they did buy Capcom as well, because Xbox would have Bethesda, Sony would have all the Marvel games... You know, I, I would want Marvel games to have some exclusivity on uh, Xbox, but I, I kind of think that Sony might need a couple of things now. <laughs> My whole yeah, opinion the, of them has changed to like, well, what could Sony have? You know, let's be nice to those guys. Yeah, the only the only thing that would worry me about that is I feel like that would actually kind of cancel the need to get an Xbox. Because anything that you could get on the Xbox, you could get on PC, but that wouldn't be the case with a PlayStation. So mm-hmm. really, the only incentive that you would have if you, you know, didn't have a PC, I guess, uh, would be to, like to go with Sony. Or I guess if you did have a PC, your only incentive to buy a console would be for Sony, and it would just yep. be for their games. And I don't think that that's good for gaming. I think Phil Spencer is ultimately right, and I, I like being an Xbox kind of fan fan girl fanboy whoops whoops uh hey, you can be whatever you want in 2020 yeah i'm living my truth okay <laughs> but being the xbox fanboy that i am a part of me is excited about bethesda but a part of me is also worried about the gaming industry as a whole going forward because pc is always going to get like the the better titles in general to get up there. You know what I mean? Like Valorant, stuff like that. When, when stuff that releases that isn't like a big AAA or like, I guess an independent game from Microsoft studio or, or Sony's studios or whatever. But like, I I think it's really disappointing that like you, I don't think that you can play Spider-Man on PC, can you? I think it's just, it's only for, for the PlayStation. Yeah, it's only it's only for they also made a remaster too for the PS5. So as soon as you get yeah. Miles Morales, you get the you get Spider-Man 4 for I guess it comes with it, the remastered edition, which I haven't finished Spider-Man 4 yet, but dude, I almost got a little bit emotional when I played Spider-Man 4 for the first time cuz it it felt like better 
and so much more than what Spider-Man 2 was. And Spider-Man 2 was like a big part of my life. I know life the shit out of that game. And Doc, Doc Ock, I don't care what anyone says, it's one of the hardest bosses in any game I've ever fought. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that changed me. That that was probably the moment that I had to adjust and, like, actually think of myself beating this <laughs> a boss. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that was when I decided to become a gamer. <laughs> maybe that was when I, like, okay... I did it. I beat this guy. And I'm sure for some people are going to be like, oh, I wiped the floor with them. But for me, this is my first like solo experience taking on like, you know, a crazy boss. And I was like, wow. Because like before that, when I would see bosses in games, I would just like, it, it doesn't matter what it, what it would be. I would just ignore it. I would like look up and see what people are doing around me. Like back when people used to go to each other's houses to play video games. <laughs> remember that? Remember those days, man. Yeah. I remember those days. Remember the split screen days? Yeah. Like playing split screen with your, I can't even imagine. Oh, it. yeah. Oh, it would drive me crazy. Yeah, we did. It was a bit, that, that's where I uh, got, uh, I started getting my name around with Halo here in Indy. Like, <laughs> and going to the tournaments and stuff, we would, we would go to these parties and do LAN parties. And then people would come to these, these, uh, part, these parties that my buddy uh, Jimmy was was hosting and they would they would come there just to play me in, <laughs> in Halo, <laughs> and so and so when they did that, you know, everyone would be just doing typical party stuff. And then, but we we would all be down like in the basement. He had like a three story house. Sometimes we were in the middle. Sometimes we were in the basement. And they had a garbage chute down there. We would just not or a laundry chute. We would just throw trash down there <laughs> at them whenever things were going on. <laughs> and there in Halo, like people could delay the countdown to start the game whenever they wanted to. So when you have when you have a huge land party with like three people. People on those floors and at least two or three of them on each floor were trolls and they would just they would just hit delay and no one would do what it was so you would just hear people yelling at each other through the laundry chute like knock it off <laughs> we used to take our tvs uh, and xboxes to each other's houses too like in the middle of the summer we would just walk around with these big tvs it almost looked like we were like robbing places and walking around with tvs and xboxes <laughs> but nope we we're just taking it over there thank god they've at least gotten a little bit more portable yeah. The Series here. X is a big boy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, it's a, a thick it's a boy. Girthy. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at a lot of the games that are coming to Game Pass just in October. There are some big ones here. Mm -hmm. They've got Doom Eternal. Yeah, October Doom first. I, uh, I miss the old Doom. Minutes. Not, not, not like the original Doom, but like the uh, yeah. the there was the story. There was like when Doom was actually. Uh, I think was it the second? I can't remember. It was some Doom on Xbox that came out, and you could play with you know friends on. It was one of the first times instances you could play a, a co-op story with your friends on Xbox Live, and I can't remember which one that was, but it, it was so much fun, and it just seemed a lot more intense, or not not intense, but I don't know. It's I wish they would have gone that route as opposed to this arcade shoot 'em up style that they've got going on now for Doom. That's the one thing I don't like is is like how over the top ridiculous it is, but it still looks really good. Like I don't like seeing all those like glowing power ups and and ammo boxes like on the ground. It's just you, they're just trying to be as outrageous as possible. And I hope I hope in the next one that it gets a little bit refined, or maybe it won't. Maybe it's just always going to be that way, and I have to get over it. Yeah, yeah, it could be. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry this is happening to you, but. Uh, so Dern Doom Eternal will be on there, which I feel like got really overlooked because this yeah. was also around the time that uh, COVID started happening around the world when yeah. it released. Uh, I think it was like right around the time I'm reading 
Kotaku. Oh God, they're awful. But uh, oh yeah, they are. This is, they're saying it's around this uh, Australia's first COVID nineteen lockdown. So that would make sense as to why that got you know, locked down. People were concerned with other things. And also, Forza Seven is coming October eighth to Xbox Game Pass. Oh which really? Would be actually, a lot of fun. That might be one of the first games that I fire up on the Series X because Forza games are always so beautiful and the cars look so nice. They really do, right? They really do look good. Uh, I've noticed. Speaking of like games looking really nice. If you go and check out these uh, YouTubers who are putting out videos this week, because um, the embargo has has been lifted, they can now officially release their content that they've been just clamoring to put out there for people. Digital Foundry has some good ones. Your average consumer has a couple good ones too. But they're they're showing the games. People should go check them out because they're showing the games that you know running on these consoles and doing side by sides. Uh, Monster Hunter World is one that uh, is one of the ones that people are putting in their queue to show to people. Um, I know Digital Foundry is doing it. Your average consumer is doing it. Like, I'm also, that's like the number one game that I'm the most curious about, like, right away to turn on just to see what the enhancements are. But when you look at the side-by-sides uh, compared to the, the Series X and the One X, I don't know if this was a display calibration that was different or not, but the One X had better colors on some of the uh, monsters that you would see running around in the world than the Series X. The Series X actually had more bland colors. Like it didn't seem uh, as rich, and I'm not sure if that's because the the colors are trying to be more accurate on the Series X. I don't think that's it. I just think that they might there might have been something something different going there. I got to take a look at a couple other YouTubers to see if they're showing off Monster Hunter World. But man, I, I'm I'm really really excited. So this is uh, we're recording this um, on September 30th, and the Fatalis update came out today. It is the last uh, Monster Hunter World update that we're going to get. Uh, DLC, it's the last monster, and it's this thing that no one's ever fought for. It's a giant-ass dragon called Fatalis, and he's uh, his nickname is the Black Dragon. And I, uh, I'm going to upload a couple clips to Reactive Reload's uh, Twitter, and maybe maybe, okay. our, maybe our YouTube. As soon as I landed down in the fight, I was killed twice. I had, like, a buff that let me oh, that let me not die. So if I get killed, which means you get carted, the little cats will pick you up on a cart and take you back to camp, so you have to fly back. Mm -hmm. I had a buff that prevented that, and then I got killed right away after as soon as that buff activated. <laughs> so I died twice right away as soon as I hit the ground. <laughs> And I, you know, I had I had a good build going and everything, but people people need to check that out because it's it's going to be a lot of fun. And Fatalis, if you're if you're listening right now, I want you to know that you you are lucky that I had to come on tonight and do a podcast. I'm coming for you. Yeah. I'm coming for you. Yeah. I I know how invested you are in Monster Hunter World. <laughs> I really need to get back into. I played it just a little bit. Oh, so much right now. fun. It is. It is on Game Pass. Folks. Yep, it is. So yep. you, if you have Game Pass, you can play it, and everything is on there. That's right. Um, but I know you cannot wait to wear Fatality. I'm going. To, I am going to wear wear him out as well. Yeah. Well, you're going to have to. That's Apparently right. He's been, he's been he's been kicking your ass today. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta, with, without a doubt, you got to fight back, man. I'm not sure how it happened, but it happened. You know, one of the other things that is a little bit underrated, I think, where Microsoft is really kind of winning the battle of the gaming market share is the Xbox remote play. Mm. We haven't talked about this at all, but the the ability to, because they've got like all these plugins for your controller and stuff like that. So you can actually play with a controller on your phone or tablet. You can basically even turn your tablet into a Joy-Con, like how mm. they have for... Uh, what is that Nintendo Switch? So, like, this is 
this is big. I mean, the market that they're going to be able to reach everywhere is huge. I mean, they're tapping into everything. You're getting a large portion of PC with Xbox Game Pass. You're getting the mobile gaming market, which isn't as big here as it is over in, uh, you know, kind of the, the Asian countries. But you're tapping into that market with Apple and Android. And then you also have your traditional council. So, I mean, they're really just pushing up. I, I can't remember where I saw the graphic. I think it was on YouTube. I, I think it was actually a YouTube video that you sent me, but it showed like the total market share of games that Xbox would be able to reach with all of this. Mm-hmm. And it was like north of 75%. Like it was insane. Yes, it's it's a it's a lot. I, I saw I saw a meme. Maybe it was a fake picture or not, but like I could see it with going on with the, with the Xbox remote play. I saw a, uh, someone had, the, had their their cell phone set up like a monitor and they had a mouse and keyboard. <laughs> and that, that's, that's, how, that's how they're using it. They're just sitting down, hunched over their desk, staring at their phone. <laughs> like, like I can't imagine the third party, like things you can um, use with it. The, uh, the Asus ROG phone three has a bunch of uh, settings like that. Asus, I, I really want to get one of those phones, but I, I don't know. Like I, the controller is what I'm thinking about. Like, I wonder if you, if it's compatible with an X, X cloud, because if that's the case, then the Asus ROG Phone 3 would be the, the best phone to get, probably. People want to talk about how mobile gaming is is like the uh, next big thing. I don't really think it is. I think, I mean, it's huge in China and uh, Korea, but here in the United States, like people are like, well, you can't deny the market. You know, the numbers don't lie. But I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot more people than, than there are, you know, over there in, in China and Korea than there are here. You know, it's a, it's a big. They're they're big in the technology. They like their mobile games. It's just, it's their environment. It's it's what they like. You know, it's their it's a part of their culture. But here, mobile gaming, I'm I don't know. I don't know if it's as big as it is, you know, in other places around the globe. But I'm yeah, just just trying it. It's not just that. It's also that their governments are so restrictive. Oh yeah, in the games they're allowed to play. Like they don't have very many civil liberties. Um, that China we enjoy over here. They just now started allowing the Xbox. And after like it, it took a while to get that through, I I'm, I want to say 2016, but I might be wrong. Could could have been back as far as 2012, but th- for the yeah. longest time they would not let Xbox sell consoles there. Yeah, I mean, well, if you're China and you're uh, you know enslaving all those Uyghurs, uh, oh god, yeah, putting them into concentration camps and having them make a whole bunch of phones and stuff for you. But I'm sure you know you'll you'll be able to sell a lot of uh, a lot of cheap phones that way. Did you hear that Mulan was filmed on some of those camps? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's a really sick relationship that a lot of these corporations have with with the Chinese government. Yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I don't think Xbox really has much to do with China. I know that they just recently allowed because it's not like they've been allowed to really operate over there. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been kind of like it's been very hard for me as as a gamer to like watch places like Blizzard and like the NBA Disney yeah just kind of suck up to these like this this shit country. Australia also has to follow suit too. A lot of their trading is with them too. So like when it comes to like their face value, Australia's face value, they can you know look like they're on our side, you know, on the rest of the world's side. But when it comes to their trading. They, they have to eventually bend to China. And there's a lot of companies that are, are doing the same thing right now. When you see the companies that do fold for China, it is instant. It is, there is no, yeah. there is no like 
happy medium with that. It's like, you know, if they're, if they're doing business with them, you have to be with them in a lot of regards. Yeah. There's no like, Oh, uh, like in, in the case of blizzard during the overwatch league, some, one of the players had something pretty nasty to say about China mm-hmm. and it's immediate suspension, immediate, immediate. No there, there's no like, yeah, what he said isn't, isn't wrong, but you know, that's kind of one of our, our big, you can't really say that because that would be like trashing uh, like a, a product that's in, endorsing you. Yep. you know I mean, like if you were, if we had like, say like a Gatorade sponsorship and go, oh, man, Gatorade sucks. Powerade <laughs> sure is better. Like you can't, <laughs> you can't do that. Nope. I get it from, from that point of view, but also at the same time, I mean, there's gotta be, you know, for like all these companies that go so woke, right. Yeah. Especially Blizzard and Disney them to be so woke and then have them ignore literal concentration camps yeah is yeah. it's wow. just it's 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 why you and i roll our eyes when we see all this why are you we know, not hearing more about it well it's, yeah. it's very simple china <laughs> china it's <you know? laughs> why what is it was it in south park oh donald trump you know just china china asshole <laughs> <laughs> quote yes that was a quote from south park everybody <laughs> what they do they, they make jokes grow up yeah. i haven't seen that latest, i haven't seen the latest episode today but not uh i gotta oh, check it yeah. out didn't they release the pandemic special or Wait, is that what that was oh man now i really yeah, gotta see it thing. so uh, there's a couple there's a couple of videos there was another company uh randall a thor had a video um just i was i was actually in the process of watching that right when my power went out history Okay, so uh, huge exclusive leaks. the launch of the Xbox Series X. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Oh, so there have been some Star Citizen leaks uh, coming out, but a lot, a lot of people think it might just be, you know, Todd Howard doing it, but there's just, like, a few images and maybe, like, a ship or something. Um, I don't know if there's any video. I don't think there is, but uh, on the Gaming Leaks and Rumors Reddit, which is... I thought it was going to be like a big deal before the Series X announcements and the PS5 announcements. I thought I was going to get a lot more out of that than what I did. But people kept posting like opinions and things like that. And it was getting so bad in there that people, that like a lot of things were having to get flagged. And so no one was really wanting to post there because not a lot of people were going to it because it was just, you know, opinions and these articles. And, you know, rumors are awesome. Gaming leaks and rumors are great. But, you know, it's where they happen. Reddit uh, is a, a hotbed for that. 4chan is uh, hotter for it now, though. <laughs> so, so oh, I, just, I just like I know you love 4chan. I only go there every once in a while. Uh, don't I, ever I go to a live the, leak unless you want to be traumatized. <laughs> I love the trolls of 4chan. Those are my people. I, I use the yeah. term trolls affectionately. Yeah, the Shia LaBeouf incident. That was great. Oh, amazing. Could you imagine being tracked down based upon playing patterns and trying stars? <laughs> and at the end, honking the horn until, until it came up on the stream. <laughs> yeah. The U.S. government couldn't find Osama bin Laden living in a cave in, in Pakistan for over a decade. And Fortune found Shia LaBeouf. And <laughs> That's right. That's right. It, it, it's, it's, it's so much funnier when people say, oh, did you see what Reddit found out or did you see what Fortune found out? Like, I, I think, I feel like it would ruin it if we knew who exactly was behind this. Cause, but most of the time it is a collaboration, right? You know, a lot of the people on Fortnite. Yeah, you know, it's are, a whole bunch of people. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole bunch of people that get together. That's, that's, Those that's images of Starfield look nice, though. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, it's very clean. 
I, I, I star citizen, but I think I'm did I? Anyway. Oh man, yeah. that, that that old money laundering scheme. <laughs> been going on since like 2013 <laughs> yeah. like i i knew something fishy was going on when they had they started announcing these bundles that costed like twenty thousand dollars and like <laughs> like are you serious like how are you not getting investigated right now <laughs> like are you kidding me like who no one's going to buy that but people were buying it and so that, then i started thinking oh oh i see what's going on here like it, it, it became real real clear all you got to do is like watch the first episode of Ozark and then you, then you understand what's going on. Yeah. Oh, speaking of uh, space stuff, though. Yeah. No Man's Sky is, is getting another expansion that's coming out on Game Pass, too. Yes, it is. And man, whenever you are ready to make the jump, I will finance it for you. How, how <laughs> I have got the max amount of units in that game. I almost lost it, too, by the way, because uh, for some reason I can't log into... So you so you can play the PC version on uh, Xbox on, uh, on uh, Steam, or you can play the Xbox version on PC as well too. And that yeah. one is a little bit buggy right now. I I gotta check it in this week and see if I can log in. But um, I've been logging in on my Xbox every once in a while to do these community events because you get a lot of good, a lot of cool uh, apparel stuff and credits and things like that. But like, man, I've got you covered in that game. I it uh, it almost made me restart my save all over again when logging in the PC because I didn't have Oof. the new update downloaded. I uh, so, so I've got a ship call drop. Oh man, it was it scared me because like my brain was like numb when I turned that game on and it said initialize and that's that's what it says for everyone when they start their game. So if I were to hit hold X all the way through the circle, I would have uh, completely overwrote my first save. And it's happened to people, and it's they're terrifying stories. I, 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 I'm glad I stopped myself. I was like, wait a minute, what the hell am I doing? Like, stop, stop holding X, you idiot, stop it. <laughs> so I stopped, and then I looked at the issue. I'm like, oh, I don't even have the new update downloaded. This could have been bad. This could have been real bad. But no, I, I have a ship called Four Crossover in the game, and it is Ooh. filled. It is filled with 25 stacks uh, of like 25 million each. So each, each, uh, there's like these squares in your uh, ship's inventory and there's 25 of them. There's like 48. I think I have like 25 uh, stacks filled with uh, these, with 25 units that are worth $25 million <laughs> or a million credits in there. And it, it is loaded, you know, kind of like, uh, was it a uh, Mike? Is it Mike in Breaking Bad? That little uh, bank he has for his granddaughter, <laughs> that little trust oh, fund. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've just been saving it up. No man's sky, man. That, that came, it's come a long way. It really For has. People who haven't really paid it. I haven't really dove back into it, but I have paid attention to it, obviously, mostly through you. <laughs> but like, if you go and you look at just the aesthetics of it now, I mean, it looks like a totally different dude. Game. Like, it doesn't even look. What a weird thing, too, man, because it, they, they dropped it. It was a flop. It was disappointing. They didn't follow through on it anything that they promised yeah and then the developers just disappeared for weeks yeah sean murray for, yeah he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's just gone it is he is so infamous for doing that but what, you know what's what's hilarious is that when now now since no man's guy is a much bigger deal than it was before whenever he tweets just one emoji the internet explodes and all this like everyone floods twitter and just starts looking at this thing what does this all mean basil kind of deal when they start talking talking about him this latest update was the origins update that came out uh last week um and it what it does is it completely changes the uh, algorithm of, pl of plants that you find now you see lightning 
there's there's active huge volcanoes there's then there's a lot more weather storms like if you go into the oceans there's like sea monsters and all sorts of crazy things that that want to kill you and probably will if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> like there there's uh, these living ships that you can get from these cracking void eggs that are really hard to obtain i have a couple hundred of them <laughs> saved up as well to give to people whoever whoever wants one they they're very expensive on the market <laughs> but um yeah it, they have completely changed they they have now with this last origins update it looks better than the initial e3 trailer that they showed but i have to say i've been defending this game since about yes. 2014 like i remember getting in arguments with people playing destiny 1 telling them how much how amazing it is that i can just fly from my big ass star destroyer freighter space station down to a planet anywhere i want to make a base wherever i want to invite friends and have like a, a big ass billion dollar farm growing and I could then, if I'm done with that planet, if I can go back, that could be my home planet. I got a portal. So whenever a new place to go to, I can go right back there in an instant, just right in my space station. And then I can just take my space station and just open up a star map. And when you see the star map for the first time, you will not believe where you can go to. There are now 18 yeah. quintillion points in this whole No Man's Sky universe that you can see and discover. Now that is multiple systems, multiple different galaxies. Once you get to the center of the of the um, of your galaxy that you're in, man, that's where all sorts of crazy things happen. I don't want to get too much into it. I don't want to spoil it. But when you make your game for the first time, it's it's a race to get to the center just so you can see what happens. But people who already know what happens are making new characters so they can you know stay in this in certain systems they grew up in, so to speak. Mm -hmm. But man, I could we could talk about No Man's Sky forever and the things that they have done. But if anyone wants a good chill game with amazing music and completely original experiences, you're not going to get anywhere else. Like I'm not the developer, I promise. I'm just a big fan, <laughs> and I have put a lot of time into this game on PlayStation and now on Xbox more than ever. And also, too, they've made it easier to team up with your, your, your get together with your friends as well. Yeah. Cause I, oh, yeah. I remember at the, at the very beginning of that game, that was one of the big knocks on it because yeah. you and your friend could play for weeks and never find each other. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> cause everything, it was still, cause back then it was still really big. Wasn't there like some like 10 million different systems yeah. that you could go to? And I didn't even report what happened to me. Cause I, you're supposed to report. If you run into someone, you're supposed to report it just so they know on the website, like this is happening. I actually did come up right behind someone like in space, like when they were claiming plans, things like that. It was, it was pretty intense. Cause I didn't know what to do. I'm like, should I troll? Should I be nice? You know, should I be helpful? The answer <laughs> so, is always troll. The answer always is troll. always troll. Yeah. Always troll. A good troll goes a long way for everybody involved. Because especially like that guy, because he's like, I, I, I'm just claiming planets. There's nobody around me. And then boom, you just you just pop in and you're like, What's up, man? And you just you just throw all your gear down and then run away. Perfect. Perfect <laughs> troll. He'll remember that forever. Nice. And and then when he goes to pick up your gear, you kill him. Take all of your gear and his gear back. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> I know some people who would give that gear back. Like in Rust, when you just fuck with the spawns. <laughs> uh, did you hear what they did in Rust? Where they made uh, people, uh, they made anyone uh, who was playing the game in Rust 
that made them reset their characters. And they had their own character ID. And half of them, or more than half of them, were turned into a woman. Yeah. Revolution has no gender. That's right. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, man, I was really thinking about getting into Rust, right? But if you're going to seriously take people's game files that they've been playing for, I'm not sure how long it's been out. Oh, yeah. But if anyone at least has a hefty save of a couple of years and all of a sudden you erase their character and make them start over as a, as a woman, <laughs> just, so you, just so we get an idea of what trans people feel like. I don't know. I don't know. There's a, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think this is it, Chief. Yeah, Rust has been out. It, it initially released December 11, 2013. It's oh. been out for a long time. Yikes. So, yikes. That's a, wow. That is a long, that's a long time. 20, that's when Defiance yeah. came out. I, I was playing Daisy Defiance. Came out then too. Oh, yeah, Daisy also. That was, I was really wanting to get it. It's a big year for survival games. It really, yeah, it really is. It's, it's a big year for a lot of games now, too. Like, we're, we're going to be playing all these crazy games in the Series X, even on PC, too. Our PCs are still, are still kicking it, they're still doing really well. Yeah, I can't wait to upgrade my graphics card. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm excited for you to do it, too. I want to. I want to um, see what all this new stuff has. Seven Days to Die came out in 2013 as well. Oh yeah, we played that a little bit with uh, Stevo, right? He was the one who introduced us. Yeah, Stevo and Vinny. Arma Three came out in 2013. There's survival games were were big. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah. Arma is more of like a, a tactical shooter, but then you got PUBG at Arma. <laughs> it was yep. a big year. 2013 was a big year. I remember when you were telling me about uh, players on battlegrounds. I was uh, I was on that dude. I was on the I was hooked train right away. I was I was like one of the first ones on that. I, th I, I think if that. we if we tried it up, I built a PC to play that game. I, yeah, I was about to say like you you were. Uh, I remember you get on the mic and, and telling me everything that was going on in the party. I was like, oh dude, this sounds intense. Like half the time I built my PC, I was thinking about what you were going through, and I heard I was hearing a few tips like as you were like trying to like build it like while you were still in the Xbox party. And I thought that was kind of cool. I was like, Oh man, this is what that's going to be like. And when I went to make mine, I was like, at first it was a bundle, but man, I would, I would have felt so much better. And I do, if you actually just take the time, it's like adult Legos. It is so easy now to build a PC. And for so many YouTube videos too, to like, yeah, just, just, to, just don't watch direction. the verge. <laughs> don't watch whatever the Verge PC build is. I, I get that people are giving him shit, but I don't think they should be giving him as much shit as they're giving him. But it's he's basically like what uh, the the Nickelback or the No Man's Sky of uh, PC builders. <laughs> like he's like the guy that everyone yeah. hates now. Like that can't make him feel that special. <laughs> Terry Crews actually got into PC gaming with his yes, son. he did VR. He, he built yeah for. Overwatch too. Uh, there's oh, really? there's a lot of rumors back then. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors back then that he was going to be the voice of Doomfist, which Yo, was you kind of created that. by the fans. I don't think Doomfist was really part. Like, I don't think Blizzard really came up with them. I feel like the fans kind of created Doomfist and Blizzard. Oh yeah. With it. And it was rumored that Terry Crews was going to be the voice of Doomfist. Uh, some people were happy about that. Others not so much. I thought it would have been cool because it would have brought a lot of eyes to the game. Like you have what if we got a game? For that. Right. What if we got a game like Overwatch or like or like Doom or whatever or something where it's a character game, but we make the characters, right? So that way other people can hear about our characters that we make, not us, but just like the characters and how 
good at stats they have, I think that would be awesome. And I think that's where I think character shooters are eventually going to go back to having these create your own character and put it into the shooter. Like in, like an Overwatch, and whenever someone introduces a new character, it would be your character with your abilities, what you wanted to do to have that ultimate freedom. And you know, DC Universe, they're basically doing that too. And they're adding that into the, the meta. But that would, that would just, in my opinion, be so much fun if people just accepted that type of a game. <laughs> and, well, and there's an easy out. way to do that. If you're a big company like Blizzard, yeah. there's a very simple solution to that. Mods. Mods, you just yeah. have You just in, in creep, you just allow mods into your game. Players can create their own characters. Like, obviously, the characters are going to be crazy, but you right, can always right. find, if you're the developers, you can always find ideas that you like and kind of borrow from that to create yeah. like a new character. You know what I mean? And then yeah, obviously there's going to be like the very serious mod creators that are going to try to create like an actual balanced character. So that, that would be, that would be that so would be much an fun. easy way to do that and just have like a workshop where you can use it. Yeah. See where that goes. Yes. Uh, I, I do not like, I think every game should incorporate mods because it's a way that your game can live forever. Yeah. And it's, it's free content for you. Like, especially like map creation and stuff. It's it's literally just free content. For and you. and WoW was doing the same was doing that before Classic WoW came out. People would have these their own private servers and with their own rules. But it would be a server, say, like I know you don't know much about the uh, like Wrath of the Lich King expansion or Cataclysm, but th those are big parts of my life when I was used to play WoW a lot. And people have servers that are only Wrath of the Lich King servers for PvP, for events, and anything like that. And so people can go to these modded servers and just get the same rewards and have the same abilities because like i loved wrath of the lich king i loved cataclysm burning crusade a lot of the original guys they wanted to play that as well and i just i think it's the best idea it's really the best plan like you're right it's yeah it, i mean it, fallout blizzard came along and made it a cla blizzard came along and made it classic wow <laughs> and they said guys this yeah. isn't the way let us make money off of this <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know we'll, we'll give you updates I mean, look at Look at what Bethesda has done. They take the best mods of the community and then yep. they integrate them into the game and sell them back to you. Like this, yep. it's a, it's a very easy way. Like it, and it's it gives you a steady stream. I, of I like that they do that too. I really do. Yeah, yeah, me too. And then you can always find pretty much the free version of that if yeah. you, if you really wanted it. Like if you're really like, oh, I'm not going to fall into this <laughs> scheme. But like whatever, Warframe does it. Do it if you want. They, Warframe yeah, does it. Uh, Far Cry. We we played a lot of Far Cry. I'm going five. to be playing a lot it, of Far Cry Five. When we get to series X. Mods. Oh yeah. Yeah. They they like kinda they screwed the pooch on it a little bit, but like the game modes playing like multiplayer on there. Oh yeah. A lot of fun. Like despite how buggy it was on yeah. server side, that wasn't really anything to do with the And the first person driving. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. That was it is the most cozy, like laid back. I want to know how they got that because in my opinion, that is the best first person driving I have ever seen. I it, I just want to stay in the car. Like, I don't want to, like, back out to a third-person view. Like, that is that is perfect first-person driving right there. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a lot better than PUBG's first-person. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, 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 you just die. GTA's is a little bit... I would put GTA's under Far Cry 5. Very stiff. Yeah. yeah it was always very stiff. There was one thing... First-person. I wanted to mention uh, in last, last week's show, and that was... Uh, the, the Call of Duty driving, I left it out. I want to, I want to stay real quick that we, in the Cold War Alpha. That driving the boat was insanely good. Like it, it felt nice. Like you, when you get in there, you get this rush. Like oh, 
there's so much freedom of control. I can even shoot people and drive at the same time if I wanted to. <laughs> like, it was so responsive. Like, man, I, I, I got I to gotta, I, I gotta pre-order this game. <laughs> like, I, I, I want to get in on that so open subtle, beta. Huh? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a good place to wrap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Looks like we're going to have to wrap it up there. Thank you guys for coming. Hopefully there's going to be a lot more. Hope you liked it. You can follow the show at Reactive Reload on Twitter. You can follow me at The Irish Cowboy, No Take Maxis, and Crossover at Reactive Brandon. You guys have a good day, night, whatever the hell time it is you're watching this. We fucking love you.